I'm Keith the Critic, and this is the aisle seat. I got superstar and tax preparer Kim Schultz with me. How are you, Kim? I am doing great, and I'm going to apologize if my doorbell goes off because I have people nonstop showing up at my house. So sorry if that happens. <laughs> That's okay, Kim. <laughs> and I got Jared. The Toy Maker, Neil. How are you, Derek? I'm doing just fine, thank you. It's it's uh, been a long week, but I'm I'm looking forward to the weekend to just relax before uh, we have Planet Comic Con the following week. Oh yes, yes, because I know that uh, me and Melissa and Alan and you and Joanna we're we're all going, man. So, all right. First uh, movies we're going to review. Armageddon Time on Peacock Plus, At Midnight on Paramount Plus, and then Megan on Peacock Plus. All pluses. There we go. Um, first off is Armageddon Time, and uh, uh, Paul uh, Paul Graft. Uh, he's a kid that just uh, he just uh, tries so hard, and he makes. You know he's uh, makes uh, good grades and and he's just trying to grow up in a very uh, a Jewish community and um, you know and that's uh, the whole story because it's just um, how uh, it's uh, through Paul's life and all that stuff. I mean um he gets in trouble at school he has to go to another school and and um uh, he's friends with an uh with an african-american kid and and uh all that stuff and you know i i really i did enjoy this movie uh until the the end and we'll get into that here in a little bit now the, like i said the last 20 minutes of this movie yes i didn't i didn't care for it I thought that writer director James Gray is uh, suddenly forgot how to put a good ending into a movie. I loved every second of this movie except for the last twenty minutes, and I thought that James Gray thought the uh, he guess he thought the ending was pretty well done, or possibly it was the studio that said, "Hey, add this ending into it; it'll be much better." And, you know, I don't know what happened, but that's what happened. I thought that uh, the the studios, uh, um, you know, all movies go through this, through the silent movies to nowadays. And you never know what kind of version of the movie is going to be put on the screen. Now, I love uh, 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 Blank Sparta. Uh, I thought he is uh, terrific in this movie. And also uh, the great relationship between uh, 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 Banks and uh, and Johnny uh, was very good, and I enjoyed that part of it. And I thought that was well, that's part of the whole movie. And also, it all takes place in the nineteen eighties. And also, I liked uh, 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 Anne Hathaway is good in this movie, and so is Jeremy Strong. And the great uh, actor, except for Hannibal, Hannibal Lecter, uh, Anthony Hopkins, um, he is very good in this movie, too. And the whole cast is good. But it's the last 20 minutes of this movie, and I was watching it, and I was like, 
what happened. The the ending of this movie, I thought, was terrible. You guys can watch it and you can judge on your own. But sorry, sorry to say, I'm only going to give this movie two out of four stars. It was terrific, except for the last 20 minutes. And you guys can watch it and let let it let me know. And I just thought this movie was uh, it was so good, and then the ending wasn't good. Two out of four stars. What do you think, Kim? Yeah, I don't know what's going on with these people. Like, I don't understand how you like. I could have ended it better. I I had a yeah. an idea of what it should end, and then it ended. And of course, I had to do it today because I couldn't find it before. I found it, and I'm I'm working, so I'm just that kind was of my listening. Fault, guys. <laughs> That's it. I was listening and watching it a little bit at a time and paying attention as much as possible. But I tell you what. I spent more time listening to the ending, trying to understand it. And then I was like, okay. And then the words came up and I was like, what, what, what happened? I don't get it. And so I don't know if they run out of time and they, and I I don't know what happened. The the story between Paul and Johnny, you know, you know, trying to just to be themselves, of course, um, Anne Hathaway and Jeremy Strong, I thought they did an amazing job playing the parents. Um, It was good. I have not seen Anne play that kind of a role before. She's more like the flighty one. And of course, Jeremy, he's in succession. That's one of my favorite shows. Um, and I love yeah. his character in that. So just watching them be these these parents, and then and of course Anthony Hopkins playing the grandparent. Um, yes. The the relationship and the struggles you really did feel it because at one point, you know when when he was punishing his son, uh, you know in my mind I was thinking, you know I uh, never I got spanked a lot, but I never got like I never got that out of control spank. Meaning just like my mom never whipped stuff around at us. My mom had a procedure. Sit there, do this. And it wasn't crazy and it, you know, but it still hurt. Don't get me wrong. Um, But parents that were so frustrated and that's just what we did um, to, to punish kids. And you felt so sad for him because this, the dad wasn't like that bad abuser, alcoholic guy. You know what I'm saying? He was just a dad trying to figure out what to do with this artsy son. And once again, you know, when you're in the, when you are an immigrant, you're wanting them to go in and make a lot of money and be successful. And, you know, of course, art is never anything that people believe is successful. So I, 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 if it could have just ended, and made sense. It would be a three out of four, but two out of four stars for me. Um, it was it was a good one, and I'll probably rewatch it so I can actually watch it to enjoy the first part. But I know that I will not enjoy the ending because I was literally watching it, going, "Where's this going?" And so yeah. I thought something else. I didn't think that it was almost over, and then it, it literally just ended. And I was like, "What just yeah. happened?" Like. Yeah. And if I had time, I probably would have went back to watch it just to make sure that I thought it was dumb, was really dumb. But c- c- coming from you, evidently I was correct. So Yes, yes, yeah. I mean, this movie, yeah. Uh, what do you think, Derek? Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I mean, the, uh, everything seemed to be going well <laughs> up until the last, you know, what would that be? Like the last uh, uh, 20, 25 minutes of the movie where it just kind of seemed like they're building up to something and then never paid off. Right. Uh, I mean, the movie was well acted and don't get oh, me yeah. wrong. And, and 
I think the script was good up until that point. I don't know if maybe they wrote themselves into a corner and they just threw something at the wall to see what would stick. Um, <laughs> or maybe the studio stepped in too. You know? it, it could have been studio interference. Uh, yeah. There, there does seem to be an awful lot of that these days, especially yeah. with uh, uh, dramatic films. Mm-hmm. Uh, since pandemic, it seems like the more popular uh, films would be the major franchises, uh, sci-fi and horror. Those seem to be the the uh, what the audience is in favor for these days instead of these dramatic films. So I, I don't know if maybe the studio was trying to to step in to try to shake things up, hoping to to get more views. I don't know, uh, but yeah, it, it. Other than the fact that it was well acted. It just kind of lost me there at the end. It, yeah. it just, I, I don't know what they're trying to do or say. When I look at some of the other reviews, I'm seeing it getting like 75% score and, you know, people saying, oh, it's a really good. It's been nominated for all these awards. And I'm trying to figure out how. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, Maybe yeah. it's just my tastes, but I generally do like some dramatic films. There's a lot of dramatic films that I really, really enjoy, but. This one, I just, I, it lost me at the end. I, I'll give this one two stars for for the great cast and the good acting. Yes. Well, yes, and they absolutely. had they had good sets, scenery, costumes, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. everything fit. Like you know, yes. the everything fit the clothes, everything. I yeah. just don't know what happened. It was kind of like, yeah, we have a good show. Oh, how are we going to end it? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. It's it, maybe they were writing it as they go or something, you know. Yeah, it's written and directed by the same guy too. Yeah. Right? Well, you know, wow. maybe that's why why it was being written on the fly yeah. because he was yeah. directing it too. Yeah. I mean, there, uh, that does happen in Hollywood. You do see a lot oh, of films yes. where they're they're literally writing it as they're filming. Uh, the first Iron Man film, for instance, they did not have a script when they started filming. So everything was literally by the seat of their pants. Uh, Ghostbusters was like that. When they got to the end, they really didn't know how to end it. They they made it up as they went along. Uh, But sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And this was one of those times that it didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. At midnight on Paramount Plus. Another plus. Um, Sophie Wilder uh, and her on-screen partner, Adam Clark, are lovers uh, in, uh, in real life. And they make a movie to the, the together called Super Society. And they're about to do the third one. And all of a sudden, uh, Sophie catches Adam with another woman. And then the marriage is off. But she has to... Uh, go uh, to uh, Mexico and and because they have their due to shoot the third one and so she said I'll go but I'm not gonna uh, we're broken up and all that stuff and so um, so that all happened so uh, Ala Andro is um, he works at the hotel and he's second in charge and he has uh, uh, big plans ahead of him. Um, he's second in charge at the hotel once again, and he wants to own his own restaurant. So then uh, he decides to, when they all arrive, 
the movies. And uh, so he decides to uh, get a, uh, bring some tiles to all the celebrities. And he steps in and uh, Sophie is taking a shower and and so and she said, uh, "What are you doing in the room? We didn't know you were coming in and all that stuff." But he apologized, and that was their first meeting together. Now, uh, Super Society is a film, uh, and she wants she just want Sophie just wants some peace in her life. She broke up with her ex boyfriend, and she just wants to move on with her career and move on to the different parts of their movie career, which um, that's going, that might happen. So then all of a sudden uh, uh, she's, she comes across uh, Andreano and Sophie starting to kind of fall for each other. And so there you go. Now this movie looks incredible. Um, it, they have beautiful beaches and, and a uh, great look of the movie. And also I kind of thought that director, uh, Joan, uh, 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 jo- uh, see Jonah Feingold did a pretty good job on this movie. And it's just like a Hallmark movie. And, you know, I love Hallmark movies. So does Kim. And it's just like, you know what? I like watching movies like this because there's nothing sad that happens in this movie at the end. Everything looks good. Also, I love the part that Monica and, uh, and Diego play and they're lovers in this movie. And I thought that this was uh, a pretty good, solid relationship throughout the movie. And I thought those two actors really, um, really acted uh, quite well. And like I said, the whole cast is good. The scenery is good. And you know what? I don't, you know, I'm going to give this movie... Uh, three out of four stars. This movie is, you know what's going to happen. You know what's coming and all that. I just love this movie because, you know what? It was just a fun movie to watch, and I didn't have to think about what was going on. There we go. Three out of four stars. Now, does this uh, is this just a Cracker Jack movie? Yes, it is. But I love these movies. What do you think, Kim? I have to agree, but once again, I only could listen because I don't get to watch TV much yeah. Yeah. when I'm working till midnight. But um, no, I, I, th- it was a cute premise of the su- the star kind of a thing yeah. and wanting to, you know, wanting a real life. And they threw a bunch of different things in there to try to keep it, you know, entertaining. I like the scenery though. I thought oh. it was. I thought. <laughs> thought her little uh, her you know the people around her the ones that freak out so bad and everything is falling apart and you know their lives are dependent on her and that's just such a big thing i don't think people realize that all the all these performers they have all these other people dependent on them they are a business this is this is a company and so she's going out to try to have a little bit of fun and it kind of backfires and things happen but as we always say things happen for a reason and so yeah i i i enjoyed it i only got any time that they had like the the words on the screen and they were speaking 
not English. I have no clue what they said because I'm listening to it and I don't speak Spanish. So I might have missed something. I might have missed something in there, but I don't think it's that kind of a show where you really need to sit around and pay attention so much. It was just kind of a cute. It was just kind of a cute show. So in the frame of just a mindless, fun little show, I say three out of four stars. For the type of movie it was, the set was good. The acting was good. Um, the relationship, it had a good ending, which, yeah. Lord, I didn't think that that would, you know, not happen all the time. But right. uh, this so far, the last couple, I mean, this year, the last few months, we've had some horrible endings. Oh. And so, so this one, you know, I recommend if you like, if you like these kind of shows, it is Hallmarky. For sure. It is. Yeah. So I'd say three out of four stars. It's just a fun one to watch. And I don't think you'll be sad if you watched it. No, 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 no. As soon as I watched this, I was like, okay. I watched it uh, yesterday morning and I was like, my God, it was just a fun movie. You don't have to think or nothing during this movie at all. So, yeah. What do you think, Derek? And I know you don't like Hallmark movies, but go ahead. <laughs> it, it is Hallmarky, uh, but it's Hallmarky with a Spanish flair. Yeah. Uh, so it, it it does make it different. It's not your your typical, you know, uh, uh, type of of drama slash comedy slash yeah. you know whatever that Hallmark tends to be. Right. Uh, the acting was uh, uh, fantastic. Yes. Uh, I think the huge standout in this is actually the the setting and the scenery. Uh, uh, their their locations were just beautiful. Uh, yeah. I think uh, whoever whoever chose to to set it the way they did did such a wonderful job. I mean, it really showcased Mexico as as more than just what it's typically seen as, as like this desert or, or violent place. It really shows the beauty of the country, which mm-hmm. yeah, how many movies are set in Mexico where you don't see, you know, some grisly dry small town where people are yeah. shooting at each other. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it, it really does show the beauty of the country. Uh, unless, you know, you're doing some, you know, college party movie in which case they're down on the coast and (laughs) getting drunk all the time (laughs) but but yeah i think the entire cast was wonderful a lot of fresh faces that that i i expect we're going to see a lot of great things uh, from in the years to come uh i'm going to give this one three out of four stars yeah. Whoa. Yeah. You know what? Are are you surprised, Kim? I am. I love it. It was. It was. I love it. It was a. It was a fun. It was a good show. It wasn't too quirky. It had good stuff to it. I, that's good. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, it it wasn't typical to, of the the hallmarky type stuff. You know, it, it was. Uh, well, and like what, maybe maybe it's that that Spanish flair that that adds yeah. to it. You yeah. know that's. That's definitely one thing that that I'd have to say is that that cultural relevance to it. Also, um, uh, uh, Monica Barbaro is quite hot in this movie, too. (laughs) There we go. That's all I can say. So anyways, yeah, I tell you what, we all love this movie. You know, it's just you can just watch this movie. 
you can be entertained by it, man. It's a good movie. All right, next up is Megan on Peacock Plus. Uh, a brilliant, uh, brilliant uh, toy uh, uh, robotic scientist, uh, uh, Gemma, is uh, played by the great Allison Williams. Is she just in, invented a new toy about a year ago? So now she they're wanting her to do another big toy. So yeah, she's trying to figure out you know her and her uh, her and uh, two her uh, two of her friends are uh, looking and see what they could do about you know figuring all this out. So uh, Katie, played by uh, Violet uh, McGraw, she just lost her mom and her dad, and she was in the same crash, and they kill they killed her mom and dad. Now Gemma is now in charge to be, uh, because both her sister and her brother-in-law wanted that to happen. So she has to take uh, uh, Katie in and try to figure out how to raise her. Now, she has big-time work uh, due, and child, she's trying to be a parent. And so uh, Gemma decides... uh, to, uh, they have a robot named uh, Megan. So she's trying to figure out, uh, you know, uh, what they could do with this robot, uh, Megan, and all that stuff. And so Gemma is trying to figure all this out and take care of Katie as well. So everything is uh, looking great until, uh, and she's supposed to show her boss, uh, uh, Megan, because Megan is now working, and she's there to take care of Katie. So, uh, 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 let's see, uh, well, let's see, um, Megan, uh, or I'm sorry, Gemma is there. Uh, she can do her work, and Megan's there to take care of Katie. And all of a sudden, uh, uh, Megan starts killing people because they're going after Katie. Okay. That's a great deal. You don't need to kill people. There we go. Also, you know, okay, this movie is a fun movie to watch. I love this movie. Um, you know, I, you know, I love, uh, this is an original, this isn't an original movie, but it was just like, okay, this movie's fun. Also, because Allison Williams is in it. And she is just a great actress, and she's good in any role she plays in. And I thought this movie was so looked good. I thought uh, there's some uh, pretty good uh, killings in this show, too. And overall, uh, I enjoyed this movie. And yes, they're going to make Megan 2. It's already been done. They're, They're making it now. I just thought this movie was fun to watch. Um, and uh, it's just, you know, I can sit down, I saw it at the theaters, and then of course I watch it on Peacock Plus, and I just love this, because it's a movie you don't have to to get, you can just watch it and enjoy it, and uh, there's some great acting in this movie, and, you know, I'm going to give this three out of four stars, and, uh, you know, it's just... Uh, this is another movie that I enjoyed and I didn't have to think about it. There we go. 
three out of four stars. What do you think, Kim? And I know you didn't watch it. <laughs> well, yeah, and I didn't even think about watching it. I did, however. Yeah. So last night when Ron was getting, I said, I have all these movies. I haven't even started. I was gone all weekend. And yeah. Ron says, here, give me one. I said, you watch Megan because he likes all those kind of things. So oh, yeah. I pawned it off on him. And so I text him. <laughs> And I asked him if he liked it, and he said, no, it sucked. It was like a re-imaging of Chucky. It was very slow. It started, and it's just, it it was slow to start and just a very lame storyline. I said, I'm glad you did wasted your time on it than I did. I can tell you that I hate dolls. I don't like any of that stuff, and and I'm, and, uh, I'm just, you know, I get like a conspiracy theorist in my thing because I do believe that um, after after you listen to um, people say we need to start watching AI, we need to really kind of worry about it because we don't have any kind of laws, but we have people doing it. Nope, nope, right. and nope. I don't, I don't like, I don't like movies that you know um, start portraying things and then 10 years later, they're like, look at this movie. And now this real killing doll is, was back 10 years ago in the movie. Megan. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. And you know, like there is, there's people out there that want to watch it. I know that I've had a lot of people that have watched it. Um, that, I mean, it's like PG 13. Um, uh, yeah, the rate the rating isn't isn't you know it's it's not like it's rated R or anything. No, so. and I thought, well, I could handle it, and I, no, I chose not to because I just don't. I just that does not fun for me. I'll I'll just keep watching at midnight, and I would watch Armageddon times ending five times more before I would want to watch a <laughs> movie like that. I tell you, man, this is like you like you said. This you know, um, yeah, this is like previous doll movies like Chucky, but yeah. I don't know. I like this movie, you know, it's a movie I didn't have to think about. And I, 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 and I love Allison Williams. So there you go. So, so, um, so there's no rating for you on this, but yeah. Ron said it sucked. Yeah, he sucked. He'd probably give it like a one out of four stars if he okay. said it sucked. He started it. Is there an unedited version, like an unrated? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's an unrated version, yes. uh, which I'm looking forward to seeing, actually. So when he started watching it last week, he yeah. said, um, I'm going to watch Megan. And he goes, I know you're not going to like it. And I said, oh, I heard it was, you know, whatever. It's PG-13. He goes, no, I'm watching the unrated one. And then he called back and he goes, yeah, I'm not watching that one alone (laughs) (laughs) yeah from what i understand the unrated one really isn't much different there's a bit more cursing and a bit more gore but aside from that the story is identical well i watched the the one at the theater i watched and that was pg-13 then they had the unrated version and i thought okay i'll watch this one and yeah there's not that much difference you know, not that much difference in it. Language and a little bit of violence, and that's it. So, yeah. What do you think, Derek? Uh, well, you know, like you guys said, this this really isn't uh, much different than any other kind of possessed haunted doll type story. Yeah. <clears throat> other than the fact that this does deal with more of a, a AI kind of a, a thing. Uh, the The... The movie is different. It does have, you know, it's obviously it's not a cursed doll. It's just one that, you know, it's programming either is 
taken just a little too serious or there's a fault in it. But I actually enjoyed this. Um, specifically, the young gal, Amy Donald, who played yeah, uh, Megan herself. I think she was fantastic. Uh there's there's the of course well known scene of her dancing, uh, which is what she's known for. This is she's she's a young dancer, uh, and her and I think one of the other actresses will be at Texas Frightmare this summer. So uh, I am yes, looking forward uh, to to meeting them. And I got a poster uh, of Megan. So there see, there go. you go, there you go. You'll you'll have to after you're done after you're done with with. Uh, uh, John, John Carpenter. Carpenter and uh, Sam Raimi, yeah. <laughs> then you can hit up everybody else. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed this. It was a fun movie. Uh, I actually do want to see the uh, unrated version at some point. I'm just more right. of a fan of the gore, but uh, even without you know the extra gore, it's still kind of a creepy movie because your imagination fills in those blanks that they edited out. Uh, much like uh, how some of the best uh, horror films do, where they just they don't let you see either because they figured they it's best to let your imagination run wild, or because the effects just weren't there and they let your imagination right. run wild because they couldn't do it. But this was you know this was a good movie. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I'm gonna give this one three out of four stars. Yeah, uh, cast good. cast was phenomenal. Uh, I think the directing was good. Uh, and of course, this was uh, another uh, uh, Bloom film. Uh, so it's I'm looking forward to a lot of the stuff that that uh, Jason Bloom uh, has coming out because Bloom House has done uh, quite a bit of good stuff. They have had some bombs, but oh, yeah. they've had some very very interesting uh, uh, material coming out, and I think they're doing a good job, especially with some of the remakes they've done. Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, coming up next week. Secret Headquarters on Paramount Plus. Penny, uh, the story of it on Prime Network, and Luther, the fallen the fallen son on Netflix. And I uh, want to thank superstar and tax preparer Kim Schultz. Thank you so much, Kim. You're welcome. And I want to thank Derek, the toy maker. Neil. Thank you, Derek. Thank you. Always a pleasure to be here. All right. I'm Keith the Critic, and we'll see you next week on the Isle Seat. <laughs>